What's up? It's your boy, Ruby Rube, coming at you from the Gathering Strength Podcast, Vietis Equited Iundo. That is Latin for we gather strength as we go. And I am coming at you from the universe. More specifically, the Milky Way. More specifically, Earth. More specifically, beautiful, gorgeous, and expensive Livermore, California. Home to a rodeo, a winery, and a couple crackheads. Your boy Ruby Rube finished another book. It is written and authored by my favorite astrophysicist. Do you have an astro- a favorite astrophysicist? If not, look no further. Neil deGrasse Tyson. The title of his, of his book is Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. Now, Neil deGrasse Tyson, he has a gift not only for solving highly intelligent and complex mathematical equations and hypotheses, but he has a gift to be able to break down complex answers so that the everyday layman such as myself can walk away enlightened and and understanding a little bit more about the universe. And that is an attribute of a great teacher. One way for you to be able to share your passion with the world is to be able to break it down so other people can can understand what you're talking about. Because these people, they are so smart out there that if they wanted to even let us in the room to, to hear a conversation of two highly intelligent people conversing back and forth, sure, we can be in the room, but we're not going to know anything that's being said. But Neil deGrasse Tyson... He extends his arm, he puts you under his wing, and he's like, you know, don't worry, baby bird, I'm going to break it down for you. So, I'm going to be like Neil deGrasse Tyson right now, because I'm going to be breaking down this book, just for you. Now, I want you to have that buff mind, body, spirit, and bank, and one of the ways that we accumulate and acquire these particular strengths is by learning how the world works. Now, one of the ways that learning about the universe can expand our perspective, it can transform our view of ourselves, and then it will put in place the grand scheme of things. It reveals the immense scale and the beauty of the cosmos, humbling us, (laughs) humbling us and instilling a sense of awe and wonder. Understanding the workings of the universe inspires curiosity. Hey, we're going to want to figure these things out. Hey, why? Why this? Why that? It promotes humility. And it encourages a deeper appreciation for the interconnectedness of all things. Ultimately, broadening our outlook on life and our role within the universe. For example, take a regular square wooden table. Now, for the regular person, they're just going to see a wooden table. It's square, I don't know, three, beat, three feet by three feet. There's four wooden, wooden legs, it's level, and you eat your breakfast cereal on it. That's one way to look at it, but someone with a more 
imaginative mind can see the complexity just in that table. For example, that wooden table, before it was a wooden table, it was a tree. Before it was a tree, it was minerals in the dirt. Before it was that, it was a hot ball of molten rock. Before that, it was stardust. Before that, it was the Big Bang. Now that's one way to look at things. And it is hard and complex to have those thoughts bouncing around in your mind, but it really puts into perspective all of the miraculousness that exists out there. And if you don't have that type of perspective, I think that life can just be much more bland, much more uninteresting. And you know, there's a lot of hidden things that that are under the surface level of everything that we see. And the way that you have that buff mind is to learn about how all these things come to be. Now back to this book written by Neil deGrasse Tyson. Astrophysics. It has been long considered an awe-inspiring field. It's filled with complex concepts and mind-boggling phenomena phenomena that can seem intimidating to the average person. That's why Neil deGrasse Tyson and his expertise comes in and he endeavors to demystify the wonders of the universe and make this captivating subject accessible to all. Now, even though it, within this book, Neil deGrasse Tyson attempts to attempts to demystify a lot of concepts that are still <laughs> that are still mystifying me for example dark matter yeah he wrote about it in the book but way over my head like wrap your head around this and you tell me if this makes sense dark matter unlike ordinary matter it neither emits nor absorbs light rendering it invisible and undetectable through conventional means. Scientists believe dark matter's gravitational pull influences the movement of galaxies and holds them together. While its precise nature remains unknown, its existence is inferred through its gravitational effects. Dark matter continues to captivate scientists, challenging our understanding of the universe and inspiring further exploration so dark matter it neither emits or absorbs light <laughs> right okay now this book Tyson is gonna take us on a cosmic journey through the vast expanses of space and time in a world where time is a luxury this book astrophysics for people in a hurry it caters to the curious mind seeking a compact yet comprehensive exploration of astrophysics. At its core, astrophysics for people in a hurry aims to capture the beauty and grandeur of the cosmos while shedding light 
on the fundamental principles that govern our universe. Now, I know some of the basics about our universe. Gravity. Isaac Newton discovered that. I know who Isaac Newton is. Isaac Newton has one of my favorite my favorite philosophical quotes and he said that he is only able to see farther because of the shoulders of the giants that he stands on. So, Isaac Newton he discovered gravity in 1665 or 1666. And it was, there's a theory that he saw an apple fall and asked why. And he, he asked why it fell straight down rather than sideways or upward. Now, imagine being one of Isaac Newton's fixed mindset friends and you're just having a picnic with them. Both of you guys are just eating your apples and then all of a sudden an apple falls down right in between you guys. And there you are much dumber than Isaac Newton. He just keeps you around because you make him laugh. Your stupidity humors him from time to time when you're not being annoying. And that apple falls at the feet in between the, the two of you. And Isaac, Isaac Newton is like, what? Why'd that apple just fall straight down? How come not sideways? How come it didn't fall up? And then you're just like, man, what are you smoking, Isaac Newton? You tripping, man. Come on, just chill out. And then Isaac Newton runs off to his laboratory and starts banging out math equations on Google. Isaac Newton takes his Segway back to his house. He orders up some, some Grubhub, some McDonald's comes to his door, and he's just on, on the internet. Isaac Newton just typing in, Gravity, what is gravity? And he's finding out all the answers. And he's just like, oh, I solved it. Yep, that's how gravity was discovered. Isaac Newton took his Uber home and ordered Grubhub and was found the answers to gravity on Google. So back to the book. So Neil deGrasse Tyson, he logically structures the book in a progression starting with the Big Bang and the birth of the universe. So check this out. Hey, I'm familiar with the Big Bang. Your boy Ruby Rube knows what the Big Bang is. So wrap your, wrap your mind around this. So, the law of the universe is that energy cannot be created nor destroyed. All of the matter, all of the everything that is in the entire universe, it, ha it has a existed since the Big Bang. Now collapse all of that into a, a, a point no bigger than your typical period, right? Hard to imagine, but collapse the entire universe to where everything is just tightly compact into a single point, the singularity. And then boom, Big Bang, everything just explodes. Now, throughout, obviously, you know, millions and billions of years, I think the galaxy is like 14 billion years old. And then life starts, and controversy around that, was it 
Darwin's theory? Was it Jesus? Was there dinosaurs? Was there aliens? I don't know. All I know is that now we have Elon Musk shooting his self-propelled vehicle into outer space, and we have Pornhub. So a lot of miracles have happened since that Big Bang. I'm not gonna lie, this book went over my head quite a bit. Like I said, because, man, the universe and its equations and the discoveries and the theories, man, they are just, it takes a big brain. At least I was able to understand, you know, some of it. <laughs> so, and th so this book, it doesn't shy away from tackling those profound questions about nature and the universe and our existence within it. So this author, uh, he seamlessly explores topics such as the start, the search for extra, extraterrestrial life, the possibility of time travel, and the mysteries of dark matter and dark energy. His discussions are thought-provoking, sparking curiosity, and inspiring readers to dive deeper into the mysteries of the cosmos. The book serves as an invitation to appreciate the wonders of the universe that surround us. Tyson invites readers to look up at the night sky with a renewed sense of awe and wonder, understanding the specific principles that govern the celestial ballet unfolding above us. In a world that removes, in a world that moves at a relentless pace, astrophysics for people in a hurry is a welcome reminder to pause, reflect, and contemplate the mysteries of our existence. So prepare to have your mind blown with something that is unfathomable to believe. So check it out. The Milky Way. That's our cosmic home, right? That's where we live. So brace yourself for this stellar fact. Scientists estimate that there are approximately 100 billion to 400 billion stars twinkling in our magnificent galaxy. So 100 to 400 billion stars in our galaxy. Now, uh, it's impossible to provide the exact number. Scientists estimate that there are roughly 100 billion to 2 trillion galaxies in the observable universe. So we are one galaxy. And within our galaxy, we have 400 billion stars. And now there's 100 billion to 2 trillion galaxies in the observable universe. Now, how many stars is that? Sheesh. 10 sextillion. There's 10 sextillion stars. That is 10 followed by 21 zeros. So, 10 sextillion to 200 sextillion stars illuminating the vast expanse of the universe. Get out of here. Whatever, right? Forget about it. Who cares? Who cares if there's 200 sextillion stars? That's too much. I don't know. Is your nose bleeding? My nose is bleeding from trying to calculate that. Might as well just say there's hella stars. Hella will encapsulate 
that 200 sextillion numbers. Just say there's hella stars. Don't coming at me with 200 sextillion. That's an eye roll. You know, that, that number, that doesn't do anything other than frustrate me. I'm mad right now. I'm kind of annoyed. Why? Why is there so many? Come on. So I learned that there's something called exoplanets. Now, for example, right now, Earth, we're, we are in the Goldilocks zone, right? If we were, I don't know, like a foot closer to the sun or a foot further away from the sun, we would be either too hot or too cold. We would either completely dry up or completely freeze over. Now, we are just one solar system that is orbiting one star and there are countless stars with galaxies in a endless array of possibilities. Now check this out. Now scientists have discovered thousands of exoplanets orbiting around stars just outside our own little solar system. These findings suggest that there could be billions upon billions of exoplanets scattered throughout the cosmos. With the sheer abundance of stars and galaxies in the universe, the number of exoplanets become truly mind-boggling. So while we may not have an exact figure, let's embrace the boundless potential of exoplanets and the possibility of countless worlds waiting to be explored. The universe is an endless frontier, teeming with uncharted celestial realms. Now this book just pissed me off more than anything, because I need answers. And that's just one of the things about space, is that there are more questions to answers. And you know what, when you do find out an answer to something, that just leads you to more questions. Oh my jeez, come on. That's why, you know what? I, I can only read a few space books because it's just too much for me. Uh, I just get confused. Why? It makes you, you know, I'm not even smoking weed right now and my mind is tripping me out. Anyways, if you want to challenge yourself and go on a little voyage with Neil deGrasse Tyson, you are definitely definitely going to learn about some new things that you didn't even know existed. You've been living your whole life not even knowing what dark energy is and dark matter is. Hey, ignorance could potentially be bliss. But I, w I would recommend this book but then I also wouldn't. Out of a scale from one to 10, I'd give it a six because maybe I was just too dumb to understand a lot of these concepts, but as of right now, I'm, I'm just a little bit frustrated. So if you wanna be frustrated and feel dumb, read this book. If not, hey, you know what? There's a whole bunch of other awesome things that you can learn and potentially wrap your mind around to where you're leaving feeling a little bit more enlightened but sheesh anyways if you made it to the end of the podcast thank you so much for listening 
Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow. You can connect with me on Instagram at Ruben underscore Cuevas. You can connect with me on Facebook. You can connect with me on TikTok at Gathering Strength Podcast. And until next time, it's onward, always onward.